This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Agriculture Department updates its telework policy. A new report shows the Defense Department could be doing more to root out extremism from the armed services. And the battle over the Pentagon's vaccine mandate of the National Guard advances another step. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Agriculture Department has a new telework policy. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. USDA employees can telework up to eight days every two weeks. Each USDA subcomponent can set their own remote work policies. The department will allow employees to work from home if they have children or older dependents at home, too. Employees who have their telework or remote work request denied will receive a written business case explaining the reasons for the decision. USDA says the new policy will allow it to recruit and retain a talented workforce. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Government Accountability Office is issuing a renewed call for a comprehensive national cyber strategy. In congressional testimony submitted last week, GAO acknowledged some key steps have been taken, including the establishment of the White House Office of the National Cyber Director this past summer. But GAO says Washington still lacks a clear roadmap for addressing cyber challenges facing the nation, especially threats to critical infrastructure. OMB retools its annual cybersecurity guidance to reflect the president's executive order. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. Agencies have until September 30th, 2024 to implement key features of a zero-trust environment. The Office of Management and Budget is mandating agencies use phishing-resistant multi-factor authentication, encryption across their internet-facing networks, and inventory every device authorized on their networks. OMB detailed these and other updated cybersecurity requirements in its annual Federal Information Security Management Act, or FISMA, guidance to agencies that's coming out today. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. President Biden has a clear message for agencies. Respect the role of your inspector general. The Office of Management and Budget is out with new guidance for agencies about cooperating with and strengthening relationships with their IGs. OMB recommends agencies more regularly tell employees about the role of the IG and how they can preserve their independence. OMB says feedback from the Council of Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency informed the new guidance. The military has some big blind spots when it comes to figuring out how big a problem it has with extremism in the ranks. That's despite the issue being a top priority for Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. DOD's Inspector General says the Pentagon still has not set guidelines to gather data on military justice cases involving gang activity, supremacy, or extremism. The IG was able to find 281 investigations involving those issues last year, but that may be an undercount since the military services have widely varying policies for tracking extremism cases. The fight over the Pentagon's vaccine requirement and Oklahoma's National Guard continues. The state's governor and attorney general have now filed a lawsuit against the Defense Department to challenge the policy. They filed it on behalf of 16 Oklahoma Air National Guard members, saying Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin overstepped his constitutional authority, mandating the National Guard to get the vaccine. 
Hill Air Force Base in Utah officially deployed a 5G cellular network. The program will evaluate the technical feasibility and utility of spectrum sharing with 5G bands. Twelve different vendors will work on 5G testbeds, applications, and network enhancements over the next 39 months. The Defense Department is investing heavily in 5G as future weapon systems will be dependent on the network for fast data sharing and situational awareness. The Department of Veterans Affairs for a third time received a poor report for its ability to comply with the Data Act. Now two House lawmakers want to know why and what VA is going to do about it. VA's Inspector General introduced its third report since 2017, saying the agency still cannot submit comprehensive spending data to usaspending.gov. Congressman Chris Pappas and Tracy Mann, the chairman and ranking member of the Veterans Affairs Subcommittee on Oversight and Investigations, wrote a letter to VA CFO John Ryshowski seeking a briefing on VA's plans to comply with the 2014 Data Act. And agency management and contracting officials have roles to play in a new anti-human trafficking initiative. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The White House has a new action plan to combat human trafficking. It directs agencies like Defense and Homeland Security to designate a senior management official with the responsibility to enforce anti-trafficking acquisition rules. And it calls on agencies to provide industry with information about forced labor and supply chains. The plan also directs the Department of Justice, Health and Human Services, and DHS to work with social media and technology companies to make it easier to report suspected human trafficking on their platforms. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.